30 minutes away from kickoff in Toronto, where the Ticats getting set to take on the Toronto Argonauts. First place in the East Division on the line. And here to discuss, we are speaking with the enemy. And I know Nate doesn't even like when I call him the enemy. We're all friends here, Nate. Courtney, Steven, Louis B. Uh, Nate, I, I got to ask, though, are the Argos for real? Like, come on. Are they for real? Louis, you know the answer to that question. You don't even have to ask. The Argos are for real. First place in the East right now. We got a big game against your Hamilton Tiger Cats. To me, the Argos are for real. Obviously, their record says they're first place, but a lot of people in the league are talking about how point differential this. They don't look like a first place team, that, all that. But in that locker room, those guys believe they're a first place team. They believe what it got, they have what it takes to win a championship. And really, that's all that matters, Louis. Hey, Tay, you played in this league. We we played, we've gone head-to-head -head at multiple levels. You know how tough it is to get a win in this league, and it's, and it's been overstated almost. But coming into this game, does anything that's happened up to this point actually matter, or is it really just one game? This is the only game that matters. Like, how are you approaching this as a player? Yeah, you know you know what it is, uh, Courtney. You know when there's those those checks on the line, right? You get first place, you only have to play one game, and you're guaranteed two playoff checks. So as a player, that's all the motivation I need, especially in the shortened season where I missed a few checks. I need all the checks on the back end. So for me, I'm, I'm taking this game uh, super seriously, more serious, probably more seriously than any other game this week because it, it directly affects my pockets. I mean, obviously, you know, the PG answer is, okay, we take every game super serious, but you know that when there's extra incentive on the line, you know how it goes down, Courtney. There's going to be trash talking. There's going to be stuff after the whistle. You know, there's going to be intensity throughout the entire game. You know, guys, this is where you see some of the hardest, you know, hits because guys, you know, want it so bad. So, you know how it goes, Courtney. This game is going to be physical. Uh, as a player, I'm going to be going hard 100% of this game because there's nothing left to play for. Like, I know, you know, for, to get that first place, I've got to give it my best. Hey, and you've played in... Labor Day Classics, you've played in these rivalry games, uh, yeah. Ty Cats, Argos. There's a game inside the game, right? Yeah. And, and you got guys on either sideline. I remember when Chris Van Zyl was wearing the double blue and how yeah. much he said that he hated playing against the Ty Cats. And now he's yeah. on the other side. What kind of stuff is actually going on at the bottom of the pile? What are these players saying to each other? What? How do you get somebody off of their game in a game like yeah. this when emotions are high? Well, Courtney, you play with a dude that is an expert at getting guys off their game, right? And a guy like Simone Lawrence, right? Where I was on a team in Edmonton where CJ Gable, you play with him as well. Quiet guy. But for some reason, Simone always got under his skin, always got him to be out of character. And we don't have to calm CJ down like, CJ, man, this is it's a big game. We don't need that. He's like, no, no, no. He's, he's doing this. He's doing that. But so that guy's an expert. We need more. We need guys on the other side that have to take it upon themselves that hey, we're not getting gonna let guys like Simone Lawrence like affect this game. Like whatever they say, it doesn't matter. I was lucky enough to play offense. Like I didn't care what guys were saying on defense because I couldn't trash talk because I had to catch my breath for the next play. Right? I don't know how guys trash talk in this league because there's 20 second shot, uh, play clocks and you've got to get ready, you know, to, to play the next play. But he's mastered it. You got to let not let that stuff bother you because at the end of the day, it's all about execution, right? The coaches don't care what's going on before and after the whistle, unless you're getting counties. They care about what goes on in the whistles. That's what you're getting uh, judged on when they turn on the film. So you've got to understand that nothing matters before and after the whistle except for adjustments that you're going to make in your head. 
especially like how you're watching the defense line up and things of that nature. But you no, know, all the extracurriculars, all the under the pile stuff, you gotta <laughs> you, you gotta give and take, but never get a penalty. Hey, Tay, you're a Canadian receiver who played in this league, and I think that the Argos have some of the best Canadian talent at the wide receiver position. Guys like Jawan Breskison, Curly Gittins Jr., who's emerging as one of the young stars of this league. Talk a little bit about what it's like to have that kind of Canadian talent on offense and what that does for your team's flexibility in the ratio. Yeah, that's that's one thing. Okay, so especially with, uh, with the Toronto Argonauts, right? They've got like a guy like Juwan Breskison, we, who we know very well, but he plays an American position, right? So since he's in there in an American position, they're able to have flexibility on defense, have, you know, the guys in typical positions like safety, who's typically Canadian, they, they, they're able to have an American safety, right? And have guys in spots that you typically would have a Canadian at. So that's, that's kind of the flexibility you have when you have Canadians, you know, doing well and being able to fill multiple roles and fill roles that they typically don't in the CFL. But, you know, I mean, it's been a treat to watch these guys play this year, especially Curly. You know, just seeing him come from the bottom. He went to your school, Laurier, obviously, so you've seen a little bit of him. He broke numerous records there. But when he got to the CFL, obviously, you know, there's an adjustment period. There's an adjustment period for everybody. But, you know, to watching him start to do some of the things that he did in college, it's, it's, it's really – it's really exciting, especially as a receiver, knowing how hard that position is. Uh, it's, it's it's amazing to see him step up. And Juwan, he's back from injury. He's looking to you know make his, his, his take his claim to, to to this season and make his mark on this season starting tonight. Nate, can you feel the buzz in the stadium? I was I was listening to John Murphy on uh, on you know first up on ten fifty this morning, and he had talked about the importance of getting fans in the building you know even if they are if even if there are a lot of tie cats fans just getting people in that building and letting them feel the atmosphere can you feel a change in tonight's game whether it was getting to the stadium or being there now like can, can you feel it yeah 100% even even on the way here taking the go train from Mississauga you can feel there there those the train was full of Argo fans full of tie cat fans um, there's a banter back and forth. You get into the parking lot. You know, there, there's tailgates going on. Argo fans and Tiger fans are breaking bread in the locker room. I'm like, what is this? Um, so it, it, it's really it's really cool to see. And then even we're in the press box now, and we're looking at the, the, the stands furthest from us, which are usually never, you know, ne- never full before kickoff. But, you know, there's a decent amount of people there. So there's a, there's a big buzz. There's a big game feel to it. Uh, you're in Toronto, and you know when there's a big show in Toronto, people are going to show up for it. So that's that's one thing we know, and uh, you definitely can feel it even from this morning, social media, and all the way up to the, this point where we're 30 minutes from uh, kickoff. It's it's a big game buzz. Everybody from the equipment managers, you know, to you know media members, opposing team media members, um, you can all feel it. Hey, talk to us about the confidence that having a weapon like Boris Big Leg Beatty gives <laughs> to the coaching staff. This guy has six 50-plus yarders, 10 yeah. for 10 in the last two games. What kind of what kind of play calling uh, does that enable you to have when you got a guy who can hit it from pretty much half field? Yeah. Yo, so it's funny because, you know, usually on the broadcast we talk about we're just amazed like how big his leg is, right? He has the CFL record for, you know, touchbacks in this league. And, and we always talk about as soon as he walks out of his car in the parking lot, he's in field goal range, right? And that's such a, that's such a big, 
that's such a big weapon to have because you think about it like as an offense, you know you don't have to be perfect. You get the ball over the fifty yard line, you're 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 in range, right? Unless you're playing in obviously Hamilton, you guys have you know somehow rigged the field to have uh Gale Force wins circling around. But when you're in Toronto or any other stadium, this guy's in range after the fifty yard line. So, you know, that's uh that's a weapon for the coaching staff because they can call plays differently, right? They can take chances as soon as they get over the opposing team's 50-yard line because they know they've already got points secured, right? That's a big psychological advantage that, you know, the players have because even a guy like, Courtney, you play you, you play, uh, you play defense, right? And, you know, just knowing that, that it gives you that extra pressure. It's like, okay, we got to – we can't just let them get over half because he's, they're going to get points. Like, you know, you guys are in the business of not allowing points. And to have a weapon like that that can, you know, get uh, points – where a lot of other kickers can't is uh, definitely an advantage for uh, the Argos, and the Argos are taking full advantage of it. I mean, this guy's been on fire, you know, form of the week two weeks ago, five for five, 10, 10 for 10, perfect in those last two games. Um, we're looking for him to have a big game as well this week, but with us getting touchdowns as well. So, uh, big weapon for sure. And, you know, you talked about that. I was talking about this with Coach O this week. It's not just on field goals where Beatty will hurt you. The Argos hold their opponent inside the 30 on kickoffs more than anybody else in the league. I think it's 63 or 64%. The league average is 36%. So when you're when you're putting Boris Beattie in, and you guys played special teams, you know this, like yep. what you can do on coverage team on kickoffs, if, if, if you're holding teams to under their own 30, 63% of the time, I mean, you're making it hard on other teams' offenses through your special teams. Absolutely, he make he makes everyone looks good. Like I mean, if you if I'm on special team and I got a guy like Boris Beatty, right, and no one is being able to return return kicks and stuff like that, I might be mad because I'm not getting chances to tackle the opponents, and that might be you know <laughs> kind of hurting my pockets a little bit because I'm not getting those extra bonuses. But it's making my job easy because when the, the coaches look at the stats at the end of the season and they look at the special teams units and who who did the best, it's usually the the the, the unit that has the best kicker, right? And you know, as as a whole, that that just bodes well for your entire team to have a a, a weapon like that, you know, affecting. Because honestly, it, he affects the defense too. Because if the opponent has longer to go, your defensive stats will be a, a lot better as well, right? So it, he's really helping everyone: offense, defense, and his own unit, which is special teams. Yeah, well said, well said. And say, appreciate this as always. Thanks for checking in with us. Wait, we're done already? That's it, man. No. Well, don't you, don't you got a game to call in a couple minutes here or what? <laughs> oh, man. Always fun, boys. Uh, give Hoagie a hard time for us, please. Oh, always. Always. <laughs> always. always. All right, that's the day of Jay's. It's been speaking with the enemy.